Hi, my name is Jennifer Thorpe, and welcome to the Pure Social Podcast, a podcast dedicated to educating, enlightening, and empowering others individually and collectively. As we grow and transform, we can impact lives positively and change our world. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I just want to thank you all for your continued support. If you're new and joining for the first time, welcome. And for those of you, again, who've continued to support, I thank you so much. Uh, There has been so much that has been transpiring. I'm really looking forward to upcoming episodes for um, some guests that you've already heard from and some new guests. And really looking forward to this next chapter with the Pure Social Podcast. Today's topic is stressed out. Right now, we are living in an unprecedented time. And there have been so many things that have been causing stress in many of our lives. And most of us have had to kind of figure out how do we even deal with it? How do we stop to even try to manage it and cope? Many of us can relate to feeling very overwhelmed. And stress is very unique because it really does cause in us physical tension. It causes in us to have these feelings, these deep emotions that come out in various ways, whether We're frustrated. We're feeling overwhelmed, angry. Um, We can have very, we we can be very nervous. Um, Our bodies can easily react to this. And stress is something that for the most part can have a negative impact on us. But there are times when we look at stress and it can influence us in a positive way. It can help us sometimes to be productive. It can also help us to avoid danger. But what I wanted to be able to look at today briefly is just some things that I've been able to learn about stress, some things, even just some research. Um, I love to read. I love to gather research and some research that I've been able to gather from the American Psychological Association and then give some coping skills that have been some have really helped me. I know some have helped others, but it's just been great having conversations talking with professionals and peers just about what's going on in our lives and the things that stress us out, but more importantly, how to really not allow stress to derail us and to overtake us. And so some of you may or may not know, but stress can really impact us in ways that affect our hearts, our digestive system. It can make us age and it can weaken our immune system. You know, there's a variety of things that can happen, um, but those are some four points that I wanted to mention because I feel like, you know, stress can go in so many different directions, but it's important to know that it can really impact our overall well-being. It can also impact our lives as well, and it can cause our lives to be impacted or influenced by just like constant mental thoughts where we're cluttered in our minds and our thoughts and in our brains. And so stress can really overwhelm us at times. Most times in general, it's this thing that is occurring because of something external that may have happened. Um, It could be something that's going on at work. Externally, COVID-19 is there's this virus going on right now and it is influencing our lives. It is changing the way we consider what is norm, and it's having an impact on the way we interact socially with people, etc. But normally, when a situation goes away, a lot of times our stress is resolved. Um, again, as I mentioned, stress can, for the most part, be negative, but there are some times when it can cause us to um, 
have some positive influences. Again, it can make us produce. It can make us uh, accomplish things that we may have not wanted. We may not have even thought we could accomplish like our dreams, but it can also impact us negatively where it can impact our health, impact our sleeping patterns, our relationships as well, and so forth. And it's so important to be mindful that stress can also be a common trigger for anxiety. You know, today I'm not going to talk too much about anxiety, but I think it's so important to remember that stress can trigger anxiety and it can become something where we internalize it, where it influences us. And unfortunately, even when situations get resolved, the anxiety is still there. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about stress in particularly is because if we can deal with the stress in our lives, it can also help us to avoid um, other issues with mental health that can turn out to be more long-term. So I just really wanted to say that, um, and this is something that I know has really been able to help me um, in figuring out how stress is impacting me. But what are we stressed about? And I know for me, there's different things that I personally have been stressed about. But I wanted to kind of just share a plethora of things that I've been able to see, even just through research, because I found this to be really interesting. And I think that um, many of you can relate to this. So according to the American Psychological Association, and this was done in 2020 and then again in 2021, but about 78% of those of us in America say that the coronavirus, the pandemic, has caused significant stress in our lives. And so many of us are saying that the conditions in which we are living or the changes that maybe we've had to make, or even just the fact I know specifically for me, one of the stressors with this pandemic has been, we're not always all on the same page. And I have had to learn how to not be fearful and um, take some cues, even within our household. So not just with my friendships or um, different churches are taking different spheres of how to handle this. Workforces are taking different um, ways on how to handle this. But even within our uh, relationships and even within households, people can feel like, oh, I want to be more reserved where someone may say, you know what, we have to figure out how to enjoy life, but enjoy life safely. And so we, we have experienced an emotional toll with that. But there are so many other things that are impacting us. Um, and again, you know, stress can cause us to outwardly to to act out outwardly. But some of the other things that the majority of adults are saying are inf- impacting them are our healthcare system. Sixty six percent of people are saying that about 62 percent say that mass shootings are in- causing stress climate change, global warming, being concerned about how that's impacting us, the high rise in suicide rates, hearing about it more, seeing it more, experiencing it more um, within relationships. Immigration, about 47% is saying that immigration is causing them stress. Sexual harassment, assaults, about 47% are saying that's very stressful. And these numbers, um, I will say, can depending on the groups of people who are being taken in to do these clinical trials, these numbers can vary. But I want to just mention these things because I think it's important to realize that if these are, this is an area that I'm mentioning, that you're not alone. Um, many people are concerned about the opioid and heroin epidemic that's happening. Many Americans are concerned um, with our 
race with racism that's taking place. About 71% are concerned about the fabric of our country. And there can be so many things that are taking place in your country, wherever you are, wherever you're listening um, right now that are happening that there's a lot of external factors that could be taking place. I know even right now, there's been an undercurrent with in the workforce, um, specifically even just teachers. I'll say that because that is something that has come up. It's been in the news. And I believe I just saw one article where more and more teachers are leaving the workforce. And what does that mean for the education of our children? And speaking of our children, more and more children are concerned as well about their health, about what the future is going to look like. And how they are coping with what else are they going to miss out on? What other big monumental events in their life are they going to miss out on? Feeling very misunderstood. And so there's different areas where people are feeling very concerned. Many people are even feeling concerned about the shortage in food and what that may mean. Um, People in different socioeconomic status. So there's so many areas of which we experience stress. And looking at the news or being in environments that are toxic or unhealthy can simply add to that because there's a lot of externals, um, features that we're presented with. And how do we go about moving forward where we can cope? And I wanted to just kind of share some things that have been helping me. Again, these are things that I've gotten from research, from my personal life. Some of these are from my personal life. Some of these are from friends, uh, mentors, and then been able to have some conversations with some colleagues within the field of social work, Um, a couple who are licensed professional counselors. And I was able to gather some information that I hope something that I say is able to resonate with you. So ways to cope with stress and why it's so important because if we can get our stress down then we can minimize our anxieties and we can minimize the impact that it has on our overall well-being so one thing i love to do is to keep a journal there is something very therapeutic for me in writing um, research shows that it's incredibly healthy and especially for those of us who have a hard time pinpointing what is going on what's wrong maybe you said what's wrong why am i feeling this way is this really the cause of what's going on of what's bothering me keeping a journal is wonderful because as you start to write you'll find that you'll write more and write more even when you're having a conversation oftentimes you may begin to say little but as you start to open up more comes out of you and so As we journal, we're often able to get to sometimes the root and be able to see what's going on. Also, the wonderful thing about journaling is that you can even be able to see when you go back the days that you were having a hard time or where you were stressed, you're able to go back to that day and think, oh, well, what else was going on around me that day? And able to be able to pinpoint and cue in on what is uh, maybe causing, what is at that root of your stress? Another wonderful thing that I've been attaching to journaling is writing in my actual daily planner and writing down the ways that I'm taking care of myself, the things that I'm doing, my water intake, exercising, the things that are very important with to me, family, friends, etc. But I've also been able to write down in there what are maybe some bullet points of some things that have maybe caused me a little distress, a little stress or um, have caused me to be a little overwhelmed. And so being able, again, to pinpoint that, to go back and think, oh, what else was happening? Was there something going on with my family? Was there something going on in the world? Was there something taking place 
that was occurring that might have been influencing how I was feeling. And that's a great thing. So journaling is really good for us. It's healthy for us. And it really allows us to go deeper. Another thing that's so important is being able to exercise and making sure that you do the exercise that is going to be beneficial to you. All of us are not going to want to go out and go for a walk. Some of us want to run. Some of us want to be at home in a gym. Some of us want to be out in the gym. Some of us do not want to lift weights. Some of us want to lift weights. I think it's so important when you think about exercise that you find what is peaceful and what is something that you can be committed to on your own. I know for me, I love to go for walks. I used to love running long distances, but I have found recently doing the short runs have been wonderful, Um, making sure that I'm eating healthy. And for me, even writing down what I'm eating, writing down my water intake, like really being mindful of that so that I'm aware of the lifestyle I'm creating versus this is what I'm doing just this week. And for some of you, it may be doing yoga, Pilates, some form of martial arts or something, but It's so important that we figure out what it is that is going to allow us to release stress in our bodies, sticking to a sleep routine. And this one, I have to admit, everyone, this this can be tough for me. I have, um, you know, just my own life, married, have two kids, different routines. And there are certain times where even just hanging out with friends or wanting to watch a movie, that routine can get thrown off pretty quickly. But if we can Stick to a sleeping routine or really try to be as consistent as possible. That's a wonderful thing because we allow our bodies to rest, to rejuvenate, and to be ready for the next day. You know, I'm sure many of you, if you've ever had a night where you did not sleep well, your sleep was disrupted and you had many hours where you did not get good rest, you know the next day you did not feel well. And no amount of coffee can make up for the amount of rest that we truly need. And so just wanted to throw that out there as well. It's so important to breathe. I know I love to use the Calm app. It's an app that actually is a favorite in my household. But just taking slow, deep breaths. Again, it lowers our heart rates. It allows our blood pressure to be lower. But it really calms us and it puts us in a place where we can come back to the present. And that is an excellent way to deal with stress because so often these external factors, we can control how we process them, how we perceive them, and how we want to um, encounter or deal with them. Like we can make choices, but we're unable to make any healthy choices if our minds are cluttered, if we're anxious, if our blood pressure's up, if our heartbeat's racing that will be very challenging for us. So getting the opportunity to breathe is so important. Figuring out, again, even something I forgot to mention with journaling, but something you could even do as you're going about your day, identify the negative and unhelpful thoughts. You know, something I say all the time, not just for myself, I say it to friends, I definitely say it to my girls. If you know something's coming in your mind that's not healthy, Maybe something's like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. Say no. No, I I don't accept that and replace it with what is your truth, with what is your positive. And I have found that to be very, um, very encouraging. Another way to cope with stress is being able to reach out to friends and family who you know are going to be able to impact you in a positive way. That is so important. And it's something that It allows you to have an outlet. It allows you to be rejuvenated. And there is something very special 
about people who rejuvenate you, who care about you deeply and encourage you and inspire you because that community is so healthy. And we need that, especially during a time where communities all around us are falling apart and they are argumentative, can be very toxic. We are unfortunately in a time where many parts of our world are devouring one another. So being around positive influences and being filled up as well by people who have a genuine interest in us is so important. Um, I cannot express that enough. I know for me, a big part of that though, is I can get with so much from people for my faith. Praying is something that helps me cope with stress. Being able to talk to God and being anchored and strengthened in him is something that truly helps me as well. Um, Serving, giving to others, making a difference in a way that's pleasing to you can also be great. Um, one of my favorite things to do and something that professionals and conversations, so much research talks about this, getting outside, whether you go for a walk, stand in your front yard, in your backyard, on the side, just letting the sun be on you is so healthy. That is just wonderful vitamin D. It's better than a tablet. I say all the time, that's my personal conviction, but being able to have the sun is so important. It really does help, especially if you're stressed. It helps with anxiety and depression. And so having that sun, it really can cheer up your spirits in ways that are very important. Another thing that I would share is being able to stretch is so key as well. Doing things like that um, can really help release stress that's in your body and release stress that's in your mind. And there's so many other tidbits, but the last thing that I will share is really making sure that you are, well, two things, that you're able to express yourself, whether it's through writing, art, playing a sport, doing something where you're just able to express yourself, um, singing, dancing. Um, and, you know, for some people, expressing yourself is listening to music. <laughs> so listening to music can be a great thing as well. Um, but also having a kit sometimes that's really going to help you when you have moments of feeling stressed out. I love stress balls. I love to be able to squeeze them. I love um, certain fabrics. Um, I know I have a kid who has um, a blanket that they all have around them when they feel stressed. Um, And it could be things that are inconspicuous that nobody's even thinking about because we have so many gadgets today. But thinking of things, whether it's having, I love to travel with um, my small little colored pencils. I have a small little notebook just that I could doodle. Doodling is so great. But thinking of what really helps you, having people that you know you can call. Um, But having like a plan if you know that you feel really stressed out. And the one thing too that I would mention is a lot of times because there's so much going on in our world and there's so much that's taking place, oftentimes us as individuals, have a lot going on externally, but we can put a lot on our plates. I want to encourage you to open up, like write down and so that you can actually see it. And this is why it's so wonderful to write it down or put it on your computer, write down all the ways that you give or all the areas, maybe just in your personal life. If you're a wife, if you're, you know, as a wife, a girlfriend, a husband, a boyfriend, Maybe you serve. Where do you serve your community, your job? What are you, what's your role in your job? What is your specific role? What does that take? Um, maybe you have your pet in the house. I know our pet is our family, so there's time for our pet. Um, 
making like really thinking of all the areas you need to give. Maybe you're in an organization. Maybe you're a part of a group. Maybe you lead a group. Like thinking of all the things that you have going on and being able to actually see it and then ask yourself, how much of that can you really do and do well? And figure out what are the things that you may need to take off your plate? What are the things that you may need to change? You may need to reverse or some of the things that maybe you just don't do now, but you do later on. Because in a world where we're so stressed, our society, especially in American culture, we have a huge to-do list. But sometimes we need to have a to-do not list. And that's to others. So I just wanted to be able to share that with you all. And I wanted to be able to give you some of those things, those tidbits, because those have been so helpful to me. Um, And also, too, I know many of us have kids um, who are listening. And I just wanted to even have conversations with your children about what helps them, what helps them with their stress, help them figure out what are some things they can use, whether it's a fidget or um, some type of activity, maybe it's coloring. Teach your children to practice self-walk, to go for a short walk, to Teach them to have positive relationships that are giving to them and where they can give. Teach them to serve, but to also have boundaries. And this way, together, we can really build emotional resilience. We can really build communities where we are building one another up and where individually we can learn to manage our stress, cope with it, but also look closely at the areas where we need to make some changes so that we can continue to learn, be freed up to listen, continue to grow. And in times where we need to do less, that's wonderful. And in times where we can do more, that is wonderful. But my encouragement is that we truly do um, look for ways where we can minimize our stress um, in our lives. The last thing that I wanted to kind of share is that um, this was something that I just thought about and I really want, I hope it encourages you and I hope it inspires all of you who are listening. We cannot control the obstacles, expectations, challenges, and or storms that come into our lives, but we can decide what will anchor us through them. And that is something that I wanted to be able to leave you with and encourage you with. We cannot control the external things, but we can control what will anchor us through all of the things that may continue to overwhelm us or put stress in our lives. And so I hope this encourages you. I hope some of these tidbits that I've been able to gather encourage you. I know I'm encouraged by them and that together we can continue to grow and transformed. And instead of being stressed out, We can be anchored so that we can function the way we are designed to. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to be with you all next week. I hope today's podcast was thought provoking and helpful. If you want more information, be sure to visit my website, thepuresocialblog.com. Sign up for my weekly newsletter and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Also, I would love to hear about what resonates with you and what may have inspired you. Please leave a review and spread the word about this podcast. Thank you.